Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. sweatshirt for today's show uh, because I'm just over the friggin moon to be here everybody it's Michelle Collins it's midnight snack thank you so much for listening and joining us uh, it's my first episode in New York in about, like four months because the ones that we recorded Dan were all done in London and now I'm back in the big city just thriving we're gonna talk all about it uh, trying to mentally stay positive mentally uh, I used to have a joke like literally when I first started doing stand-up where I went I'm feeling pretty positive these days hepatitisly speaking and nobody would laugh and then I stopped doing that joke let's uh let's edit that one out no let's keep it in let's keep it in I think it's important to see where we came from as comedians and then grow from there so hi it's Michelle Collins this is Midnight Snack um I'm here with someone that I so joyously saw this weekend and it genuinely took Mike Brown and flipped it right upside down. He is, uh, he got a haircut from the looks of it. It looks quite shorn. Uh, he's wearing pink. He looks very handsome. The one and only Dan Acton. Hi, Dan. Hey, Michelle. How are you doing? This weekend was so much fun. We had like a great day. 
we really did have a good day. We yeah. so many people yelled at me for not going to Brooklyn enough that it actually um, abuse verbal abuse works because I went <laughs> I went all the way to Brooklyn and just really just to see you honestly um, and it was it was nice. I mean, it still has some of the issues that I'm dealing with here in the city, like overpopulation, <laughs> you know, dirt. But uh-huh. I had a I had a great time. We um where do we go even? We went to like a delicious spot. Yeah, we yeah, we went to that coffee shop. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, that was fun. Um, our friend Bowen Bowen Yang outside. Yeah, that Ooh. was actually <laughs> it felt like it was a very like picturesque like little street with like fall leaves and like a yeah. tiny cute and then Bowen Yang comes up. I felt like I was on Sesame Street or like a TV show or something. It was, it was very really, Sesame. It was very cute, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know who I'm playing in this reenactment and I'm not thrilled about it, but we don't really have to talk about that right now. Um, no, we saw Bowen who, uh, I'm, I said to him, I mean, listen, busiest man at the moment, but I was like, please come on the podcast. He was like, of course we won't talk for another two years. When I see him outside of like a filings basement, when they do the big relaunch, the big filings relaunch coming up. But anyway, uh, then yeah, we walked around, we, I, I literally, I'm telling you that I'm having like short-term memory loss. I remember how we ended the night watching the bike lane at that bar in Open Street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, we had dinner at that. That's right. That's right. We we watched, we watched a woman with fake breast breastfeed. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, you had the better angle. I couldn't. Sorry. So I, of course I did. Swivel. I was like, wow, yeah. look at that set. And then she was like, <laughs> it was like a hot Brooklyn couple. Yeah. They had a very cute children together. She seemed really nice, like, but she was clearly... I mean, I wasn't staring at her. I just happened to look. And normally when you <laughs> breastfeed, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was envious of the shape of her breasts. Like they were the top. This is how I knew they weren't real. Because when you have big breasts, I say this as someone in a wireless gap sports bra at the moment. Um, the natural way they fall is not globe. It's not Shakespeare's <laughs> theater. It falls more like ski slope, you know, or more like slalom event versus uh, <laughs> hamster wheel. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so hers were very round and she was very tan. And I was like, um, but she didn't cover herself with any sort of cloth. And no. I went to a women's college. You know, it didn't bother me. I was just thinking, God, if my mother had been there, she All would the have been like. Nurse. All the students were nurses. <laughs> I mean, just the whole school was basically a breastfeeding room. The whole school was a quiet room for breastfeeding and just pumps galore. Pumps everywhere you look. As far as thine eye could see. But yeah, that was exciting. So that was something to discuss. Um, and then what else happened there? Anything else fun? Yeah, we well, we had that tempura. Oh my god, the tempura. And oh, you're okay. <laughs> I've got I've got a bad tempura about that tempura, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Dan. Uh, yeah. No, I <laughs> um I wait, can I just interrupt to say that we're on a Zoom and I'm in my hormonal time of the month. God bless, uh-huh. still happening to me. And I woke up with a zit on my jaw, which I'm gonna show you in a minute. It was not there when you saw me Saturday. That makes so this is like normal jaw, right? Like pretty, yeah. you know, good shape. I'm I'm happy with it. Ready? Sure. This is like max headroom. Do you see how <laughs> pointy it is? Oh yeah, I do see it. Yeah, it gives you a little extra uh angle. Dimension. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's sort of perfectly placed in a way. Um, but no, we we went to a restaurant. I'll be honest, great atmo, bad food. And if you well, know the me, cocktail you know, was great. Yeah. The cocktail was good. We had a good espresso martini. Um, since coming back from London, I'm really trying to just drink less because I, and I told myself I would, I said, you know, when I come back and that's really serious. Like yesterday I was really like, I think this week I'm going to go off, off alcohol until the weekend. 
Okay. All right. I'm going to go off uh, espresso martinis until like Thursday. <laughs> Meanwhile, you had your first one Saturday night. What'd you think? Yeah, I know. It was delicious. It was so good. It wasn't sweet at all. It was like very, it was exactly what I wanted. That's the way it should I, be. I, I see why they're so popular now. It should yeah. show up bitter and black and just like mm, make your mm, make your face get small. But they oh, put like some it. sort of like coconut shavings on it, which I was not. I know you liked it. I didn't like it. The foam I didn't like. <laughs> OK, but no, we, they brought shrimp tempura. I, they brought it. I ordered it for us and I thought it would. They just brought it out. I was like, I don't eat shrimp. I do eat shrimp, um, but I'm pretty sensitive to seafood things like i don't do having nothing people always think it's about like my religion uh lol no it has no, it has to do with just preference of like things i don't like to eat so i don't right. do clams i don't do oysters i don't do scallops it's textural it's just not for me okay. but i do like a nice shrimp and so we got shrimp prawn tempura whatever so they were massive they were what like 10 inches long yes they brought, they brought out two but this was a thing that i was shocked by they did not de-shell the shrimp before temp- battering it and frying it. That was a little weird. Yeah. Um, and it had the eyeballs on it. And, you know, whenever I get shrimp, I've learned the hard way. You, I always ask, do they shell the shrimp? Do they misshell the shrimp? And they always go, yes or no. And then if they say no, I go, mm, I don't want it because I don't like I, I don't like their eyeballs. Like their black little beady eyeballs. I can't look at that. I, I like it if it's just the head because it gives you so this is like a big crawdaddy type shrimp. It wasn't like a shrimp mm, shrimp, but like and, <laughs> and I do like it if it's a big crispy mass of like uh antenna and stuff like that. It's actually no, don't really say tasty. It, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. It anyway. actually makes me it makes me sick. Okay, okay well, go on. I, well, I can't say the word for it, but you know what I mean? And but this one, like the whole body was like sh- shell on still. I don't know, it was kind of a No, pain it the was a whole shell eyeballs yeah. batter and then it was almost like when you see fish frozen below a lake surface and they're just looking at you that's what it <laughs> kind of looked like from below the water because it was like in the batter but the eyes were there and it was just like help and it did so, have this expression like don't fry me <laughs> yeah, like literally when he brought the plate over i was like okay that shrimp's last words were don't fry me <laughs> don't fry for me <laughs> Don't fry for me, Argentina. We have to talk about the Tonys also. In honor of the Tonys, I, when I was in London, did something incredibly dorky, which big surprise, I know. I am, as you know, lovely Miserable, I, uh, I have a very, I walk a very fine line with musical theater. Half of it I find painfully embarrassing, pain, physically painfully embarrassing. Yes. Some of the things I saw yesterday at the Tonys her, I'm so happy Broadway is back, dude. I hope every actor works forever, but it physically hurts me. And then some of the shit I love. So, like, you know, I love Lamey's. Like, Lamey's can be as cheesy, except for the movie, which I hated, but it can be as cheesy as it wants to be, and I love it. So I saw the concert performance in London when I was there, but I had wanted to buy some merch, and their merchandise is so ugly. Like, it is so... I, I wanted it to be purposefully cheesy, not just ugly, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, I think it just says in big letters, it's like, Ms. Rocks! Or something, and I was like, I can't. (laughs) Dan, Ms. Rocks, please. I'm Ms. I'm Lay Ms. So I was like, uh, okay, I can't buy any of that. So I went on eBay and I bought this authentic 1994 sweatshirt. 
I love it. It's Lame as a Rob, Edinburgh Welcomes, 1994. And then the it's Navy. It fits kind of cute. You saw it Saturday. Yeah, it's a great fit. It was my official debut of it. And then on the back, it's um, a big cosette on the back. I'll yeah, just turn all the cool. way around. It's actually a great fit. Like, it's very, like, it gives you the hamster wheels. <laughs> kind of like it's. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know? Dan kept being yeah. like, wow, your breasts look huge in it. I'm like, <laughs> mommy milky time. Get your milkers out. You gotta let them get smaller. I also didn't realize when you got implants, you could still breastfeed. That was my own ignorance. I thought you lost nipple sensation. I'm being serious. Why is this funny? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's a way they can do it, like, under the ducts. <laughs> under the duck walk. What is that song? Under the duck. Under the boondock. Or no, under the boardwalk. <laughs> no, wait, no. I know. Hold on. Breast implants. I can only type with one hand. The mighty I'm ducks. Masturbating. Uh, I'm joking because I'm holding the mic. Wait, breast implant. I'm Milking. joking. <laughs> Guys, I'm kidding. <laughs> Here, Scarless gummy bear breast implants. The fuck? What? Huh. Breast implants may affect, oh, interesting, may affect the amount of breast milk you're able to produce. Okay. But in some, milk supply isn't affected at all. Listen, you know what? Good for her, though, because think about it. You have two yeah. kids. You want them to be nice and, I'm sure she got it after the they first were, one. They were like a beautiful couple, by the way, too. Like oh my, perfect they skin were and everything. Like the whole so thing. hot. Yeah. The only thing was the guy was wearing, no, and she was really nice. Like she really had like this like nature vibe about her. Very LA yeah, to me. She yeah, like yeah. both her tits around. She was just smiling at us. I was like, hi, yeah. have a great brunch for dinner. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the shrimp was looking with his like milky eye. He was like, who's that? <laughs> no, but the dad had on like really shitty leather flip flops. And you know how I feel about a man in flip flops. Unless you're at the beach, I really hate it. So yeah. That I did not love. Um, <laughs> hold on, Lame is what we're talking about? The Tonys. Dan, take it away. Dan had a Tony's party. <laughs> oh yeah. So my friend was in town and he wanted to get together with all his friends. They haven't he hasn't seen since COVID. So I hosted a Tony's party. It was pretty fun. It went off pretty well. I had to like sign up for like $25 a month Paramount Plus to get the whole thing, but I'll cancel. Wait, it. what why that much? Because they only broadcast like part of it. I think they broadcast the, the second part on CBS, but you yes, have to get did. Paramount Plus premiere or whatever <gasps> to get the whole thing. So yeah. Really? Because I yeah. watched that's exactly what happened. Because I only pay, I think, 10. So I watched yeah. that the this was where it was fucked up. It was like the real Tony's. By the way, I want to thank Dan on the show because I was watching it by myself. Funny enough, I sometimes don't even watch the Tonys, but I was like, oh, an award show, this will be fun. Yeah. And even though Dan had 15 people over at his apartment, texted me the entire time. I was like, I just love you so much. With the funniest shit. I was howling with laughter in our text yesterday. Well, yeah, I had like a, well, this character next to me, like, I really like him. He's, I think he's 70, we figured out. And, and oh, he had cool. a lot of things to say <laughs> about every performance, every look. And I think I texted all of you because it was uh, it was fine. Dan kept going, this guy, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I know. Text, <laughs> yeah. about what he said. We, I mean, it was more fun texting you than live tweeting it, number one, because you can't live, you just inherently cannot live tweet a stream. You just can't. It's not right. fun. Right, Most people right. aren't watching it. It just, it, it sucks the fun out of it. But, um... And also, you really can't these days just be funny. Like, it's so, especially after people haven't been working for so long. So you can't be mean about yeah, literally anybody right, right, or right. joke about anyone because then it's like, why are you so hurting? It's like, yeah, I exactly. am so hurting Broadway. I'm in a lame Miss sweatshirt, <laughs> you fucking asshole, with my mommy milkers <laughs> out. What? Edinburgh welcomes 1994. <laughs> yeah. What more could you possibly do to support the actors of Broadway? 
<laughs> Wait, by the way, when I got the bag, because it was like in the bag, I guess that it was born in, I opened it and it smelled so bad. And then I was like, oh my God. So I had to like put it away and then wash it at the hotel. And now it smells great. But it reminded me of the LuLaRoe documentary where, did you oh, watch yeah. any of that? Yes, I watched the whole thing. I loved it. Where they were getting the, the mildew, like those hideous yeah. fucking leggings, getting yeah. them in these mildew sacks because these morons, these cheater liar thieves yeah. left those leggings out in the sun, in the rain, you name it, and they yeah. showed up all moldy like blue cheese leggings. No thanks. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I thought that was such a stupid mistake, actually, because that was the main thing that they did wrong. Actually, like uh, the pyramid scheme could have gone forever, I feel forever. like, but if, if for with like good vibes or whatever, but like leaving the stuff out <laughs> in like the swampy weather, like why couldn't they just... Buy a warehouse. Yeah. They're yeah. a multi... You spend $30 million on Katy Perry. Right. By the way, still waiting for her statement on the matter. Like, maybe That's she could give some of that point. money back to some of these people who lost their homes and shit. Just saying. I mean, it's not her fault and that's yeah. not fair, but you get it. Um, I don't know, or like buy leggings from them or something. I'm thinking like, yeah, how can yeah, Katy, yeah. Perry, <laughs> Katy Perry needs to give back. I'm just going to say how I feel. And my lame is, Ms. Rocks. <laughs> the next time you see me in, La- in um, Brooklyn, I'm going to be wearing that. I'm kind of mad I didn't buy it now. Like, it, it wasn't it's even so ironically sad. funny. It was so embarrassing. I was like, I can't even as a joke buy this. <laughs> anyway, um, the Tonys, though, I felt where they really, where I started to break mentally, like where I was like, okay, this isn't healthy for me anymore, was the very end when they started to beatbox and do the Lin-Manuel Miranda, like musical improv interlude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. where I was like, you know what? I... I have only so much to give. I'm happy Broadway is back, but this is right. actually abuse. Like this is, a, I need a documentary in the last four minutes of the Tonys last night, whatever the Broadway is back version of the Tonys. Right, right. Well, I was just pissed off that I didn't see a Christmas Carol because it got every single award. I know. <laughs> and I was like, wait, there was a Christmas Carol that I, I mean, all the shows were from like two years ago, but I was like, how did I miss this? Yeah. And side note, sweep. They- yeah. <laughs> Side note, they didn't even send the ghost of Christmas past to pick up a single award. He no, wasn't even there. They weren't there. They were the he was busy. The ghost of Christmas past who literally knew they were gonna win, busy for the Tonys. Tiny Tim's crutch, at oh. least, should have by the way, if the Tony Award was just a small gold crutch, I would do everything within my power to win one at some point in my career. Um, I watched a great show today that actually I'm going to bring up with our guest, Paul Shear, who Paul Shear, who I'm so excited to have on the podcast because I've known him forever. He's such a nice guy. Big fan. Have you heard of the show on Netflix called Squid Game? No. <gasps> Me telling Dan about something Korean? Surely you just. <laughs> Surely you just. Wait, what is it? Wait, Dan. I'm sorry. No, I'm not done. I'm not done, Danny. <laughs> the sun will come out. It's a. Dan used to work. Tell people where you used to work. Yeah, I used to work at uh, Drama Fever, which was kind of a uh, video streaming service for Korean dramas and K pop stuff. So that was my whole world for. It was his few, whole world. Oh, my whole world. Yeah. Um, well, this is a new uh, scripted show on Netflix. I wonder if it's one of those shows that was like made for Korean TV, but then Netflix bought it. So it's like a Netflix production now, probably. It probably is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they do that with a lot of um, BBC shows, too. But just to show you that I know something. Great. <laughs> um, I know something. So, OK, good. <laughs> anyway, long story short, it's great. So it's about this guy. It's fucked up, though. I'm telling you, if you're weirded out by like 
mm, horrible. It's like Black Mirror-esque. Basically, this Korean guy is heavily in debt. He, his like mom feeds him. He's divorced. He has a child. And he gets an offer to go on this, uh, be a part of this game. But he doesn't really know what it is. And I don't want to spoil too much, but he's sent away to this. It's almost like the Big Brother compound on CBS. Yeah. Like, But there's like 500 people in it. And the game starts and it's incredibly fucked up. I just watched the very first oh, episode. Oh, wow. I want to watch. <gasps> it's scary. I was, uh, when people said don't watch it before bedtime, I was like, surely they just. And then I didn't because <laughs> I was like, well, I'm actually quite easily, I'm like easily <laughs> manipulated. So no. So I watched it this morning, like in my nightgown after I did my show. God, it was great. Highly recommend. What's it called again? Squid Game. Squid Game. Okay. Yeah. I'm into Good it. name, right? Yeah. You know who's Do in it? Who? The uh, shrimp from uh, dinner. Oh, Saturday. that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, do you remember I, I was watching on Netflix a Japanese show a while ago? I sent you some screenshots like my husband. Oh, yeah. My husband doesn't fit or my husband's too big. <laughs> By the way, do we, do we even, please, yeah. I know Mercury is in retrograde, so anything we say is like not going to happen, but please let me start in the next season if my husband doesn't fit. Go on. I watched the whole 10 episodes. It's actually like a romantic drama about this oh. couple and like that's their issue is like. Really? It just, yeah. It, every scene is about how it doesn't fit. I genuinely thought, and this is my own shit, that it was like bad translation I was like, there's no way that's what it's about. I it's thought it was very, like into her life or something. <gasps> no, no. <laughs> it's, it's like what? literally, it's really good. Surely he fits. Go on. But the best part is like when she finds out that her husband is actually cheating on her by going to this like, uh, you know, basically brothel. a brothel. You know? yeah. But the way she finds out is she finds the stamp card and she opens up the stamp card and it's like fully stamped. <laughs> <laughs> One free sub. That's yeah. hysterical. Wow. Okay, my husband doesn't fit. Yeah, I recommend wow. it. I'm like, now I'm really turned on. That's yeah. exciting. Imagine. Oh, my God. That's so fun. Let's get into this. You know, I have family relatives who listen to this. Yeah. Um, is this the first episode we're recording since Minky passed away? I think it is. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I do want to say because, I mean, I posted about it on Instagram, but... Ah, our beloved Minky passed away. This was two weeks ago, I think. One of the worst, it was, uh, was it the last weekend? No, a week before I left. So it was, yeah, two weeks ago. Such a shitty weekend for me. I can't even tell you. I was like crying. I was so upset. Just like all this shit happening. I was like, ugh. And she was so sweet, that little angel. I loved her deeply and so dearly. And the fact that like I won't be able to, it's really sucky. And I brought this theory up on my radio show. And it's a bit of a morbid theory, so forgive me, but... That week and the week after, so many pets were passing away. Like friends of mine had so many dogs and cats put down. Um, And I talked about it on Sirius and uh, I got a DM from a vet tech who was like, I can't believe you're saying it because we feel like we've put down more animals this week than we did all summer. Like there was like an influx in animals coming in. And I don't know, I'm floating. I don't know what the theory even is. Like maybe it's just horrible coincidence, bad timing. But also, don't you think it's a bit weird? She was fine. I mean, listen, she had diabetes. Did my parents do a lot for that? I mean, that's, I don't want to like throw them under the bus. Uh, okay. No, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. She had special food and stuff, but like, right. you know, I think, uh, poor Minky, I'll say it that way. Meanwhile, they have a new cat. I was like, 
I don't even want to talk about it because I'm so convinced they're going to like bring it back to the shelter. So I'm just like, they have a new, <laughs> well, no, only because I know how they are. Like they years ago before Minky got a cat who was hiding the entire time. So they like took it back. Cause like they were like, we want a friendlier cat. But yeah, so they have this new cat. He's, he's cute. His name is Tansi, which is like Hungarian Tansi. for dancing. Cause he likes to dance. Oh, that's cute. T-A-N, yeah. he likes to dance? He loves to dance. <laughs> yeah. He loves to oh, dance. <laughs> They're not going to take that cat back. The cat loves to dance. <laughs> yeah. Tansy, T-A-N-T-Z-Y. Yeah, he like, um, they have like a scratching post with like a pom-pom on top. And oh, so yeah. they send me videos. He's, you know, my, my issue with him is, first of all, I haven't met him. So it's like hard to connect. Right. And right. also I'm like still in mourning over poor little mink. So I just, I literally love that fucking cat. Yeah. Um, but he's like a little sexy for me. Like he's a little bit sexy. <laughs> I know that's a really weird thing to say, but like he's just sexy. Like I can't explain it. Like he has like his eyes are very like cat eye shaped, like very upswept, and yeah. he's gray with like little white hands and feet. And um, he's very skinny now. I'm sure that'll fucking change, knowing how uh, I was raised and fucking Minky was raised. <laughs> but and my mom said that's it. No more unlimited buffet because you know Minky's like a whole. No, Mink's had a bowl that was unlimited food. No, really? Yes, almost her whole life. And then when she got sick, they were like, I guess we can't do that anymore. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they don't know when to turn their brain off. They just eat all day. Like, Yeah, of course. She was so sweet. Little angel. Anyway, yeah, so Tansy. That's the new cat. Aww. When they really commit to keeping him, I'll post a picture on Instagram. Yeah, I, I do want to see him. You want me to text him to you now? Okay, ready? Can you hear this? <laughs> yeah. That's a little time. Wait, I heard it for a sec, yeah. Well, Dan, I miss you. I love you. This was, we had the best weekend. Honestly, you put me in a great mood on Saturday. So thank you. Oh, I, vice versa too. Like I had such a great day. It was awesome. Ms. Rocks, baby. All right. Dan, <laughs> Dan, we'll talk to you next week, guys. We've got Paul Shear here. And here we go. This is an interview that has been what to me feels like decades in the making. I feel like I every mean, time <laughs> it hasn't it, it really, been? it has been a long time because we talked about doing an interview and I yeah. said, you know what, maybe we should time it when best week ever comes out. Best week ever has come and gone. And then okay. I wanted you on my show and then you just like moved to London and looked like I you did. were living like a life that was a so exciting. So COVID carefree. Like in a way I was like, this is the life, like, you know, not that you weren't being safe. No, I, I, felt... I have, I have a note on that because I, that is not what it was, but go on. Okay. It felt to me so exciting to see people out and enjoying life. And I was like, this is, this is how I want to be. I want to, I want to have a little bit of what uh, Michelle is doing out there in, in the world. Well, first of all, this is the voice of Paul Shear, who is not COVID carefree, which is why we love him so much. <laughs> he is the host of How Did This Get Made? He is, you're like the podcasting king, which is why your recording setup is so incredible. How Did This nice Get setup. Made? Unspooled, Star yeah. Trek colon Lower Decks, and Friend Zone with our friend Rob Hubel. Yes. Let me just do one commentary on the COVID carefree thing, because yes. I hear where you're coming from. I didn't mean that as like, I didn't mean that as a... No, you're not wrong. Yeah. Okay. You're not wrong. People in England are much more carefree about COVID than, in a way that I hated, than yeah. New Yorkers. Like on oh. the tube there, half the people didn't wear their masks. That shit made me crazy. Like... Yeah. 
you know, but yeah, I, I went Phoenix there. People are COVID carefree. I mean, That's you don't right. even have to, you don't really have to leave. Uh, you can stay in the continental United States and I, I can drive an hour outside of LA and find <laughs> COVID carefree. Uh, but That's I didn't right. mean it. I didn't mean it like you were being carefree. It just felt like, oh, it felt like I was I looking know. at somebody who was in it, it looked like normal Instagram. And, you know, Aww, obviously, nice. you know, that idea like you're out, you're about, you're doing things, you're at tennis matches, you're with very yeah. attractive men popping around the city. I, I just felt, you know, I I, I felt uh, I was living vicariously for That's you. really nice. I, You know, what's funny is I went, it's always been a dream of mine to live in London. Mm-hmm. Finally, because the offices are all locked down and we're working like I'm working from a shitty apartment. So I'm like, I'd rather work from a shitty hotel room than my shitty apartment and see yeah. what life would be like if I actually lived there you know so I figured let me go like push my visa to the max and I did it right and now I'm back and I'm like I don't want to be here (laughs) so that's a funny little update about my life well okay do you not want to be in your shitty little apartment do you not want to be in New York do you want to be in London those are the three like help me narrow it down like what what are you missing um god I'm loving that I haven't interviewed you in 10 years and you're asking me like questions that I'm so excited to answer (laughs) I don't want to be in my apartment I don't think I want to be in New York I don't know where I want to be that's okay. where I'm at. But I did I the LA say, thing, Paul. Talk yeah. to, talk me into LA because I didn't love it no. at the time, but maybe No, now. there's no reason for you to do LA. LA should be a place that you should come to if you have a job. And if you have mm. a job, you can have a very great life here in LA. But you, COVID carefree, you get to go wherever <laughs> you want. Like To me, <laughs> I do believe, I don't know where it, where it all kind of maxes out with London. But what I love, and I also have that same fascination, I got to shoot some of my show, NTSF SDSUV, over there. And we figured out a way to go two weeks early to do pre-pro, then shoot for two weeks, and then stay for about a week. And then I went to Italy for about three weeks. And (gasps) it was an amazing European vacation. It was right before we had kids, uh, before we had like even pregnancy to worry about like that. Like it was in that zone. So it was like, we are adults, we have some money and we can enjoy Europe. But to me, like London is exciting because you can kind of use it as a base to, to jet around, to bop around and That's see the stuff. Thing. But I that also was... understand that people don't like, uh, like I think at a certain point, maybe you outstay your welcome there as an American. Do you? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Um, okay. See, that that's an example of how I wasn't so carefree because I didn't do any bopping around. I went to Paris for one okay. weekend because that was like the easiest thing to do. But you have to get yes. tested. It was not like a free for all. So right. in a way, that wasn't part of it. But yeah, um, I don't know if they... Uh, it's funny. I don't know if I would overstay my welcome. The one thing I missed more than anything was Target. I was like, I don't know if I can live oh, in a wow. country that doesn't have like a mega store like a Target. And now that I'm by Target, I've decided it's not worth it. Like, I don't actually care about Target. I had a moment. I was like, you know what? I hate this. All right. Let me tell you this. Whenever I go anywhere, my comfort is Target. Like, it's not. Yes. It's just sort of. And look, I am. If Target is my comfort, I will take it because I'm I'm not one of those people who is like, give me an Olive Garden. I need to eat it in an Olive Garden. I don't want. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, but a, a nice big store where I can go to one place and I can get everything I need to get to like set up. Whether it's like in you know outside of Chicago where I had to stay for about a month one time. Like mm. it's a it's a comfort. It's one stop shopping, and I appreciate that. But with Amazon. I mean, I didn't I get to go to Target that much. I, I, I did. I know there's issues with Amazon, I, you know, whatever. But all I'm going to say is that Target has, you can, you can do better. You can do better. As long as you I have agree. Amazon, you'll be fine. I, I absolutely agree. Can I say something, Paul? Yeah. Your voice is so soothing. Hearing is you it? talk, 
It's making me, you're actually, I'm not just saying this because it's been a long time since I've talked to you. It is like genuinely relaxing me in a way that is um, primal. Oh, <laughs> I'm wow. like, God, All I'm right. so relaxed just hearing I'm, you. I'm going to take it. All right. Well, it's nice. <laughs> I hope oh, I'm not lulling sure. anyone to sleep. By the way, I met, this is funny, this guy, another Paul, Paul Brunson, who there's a show, they have it here, but the UK one is better, Married at First Sight. I don't, I'm okay. sure you know the yes, concept. I, yes, I do. Yes. But uh, I met one of the judges, so I used to work with this guy, Paul Brunson, one of the matchmakers. Mm-hmm. People pay him a hundred thousand pounds to match, have him match them with a partner and if they get divorced, he still keeps his money. I'm like, this is like the best scam going. Like, oh, let me also like, match people. Well, here's the thing. Do you believe that uh, there's a like, um, what do they call it? A placebo effect. Like if you, if you are, you're, I believe in this person to do this. And so then you almost are more uh, connected to this person because you feel like it was uh, faded in a way. A 100 percent because don't you think that those sort of faded meetings like they do have an effect on your mentality i think absolutely a lot of the couples hate each other i mean it's such a great show i can't recommend it enough the uk version everyone's like well are you mean you're leaving like everybody is disgusting they're so funny it's the best i die laughing watching it Mm -hmm. it's well i think what's kind of amazing too is People don't also want to do the work. Like there's no such thing as a perfect relationship in the sense that there's no problem. We get along. There's a blah, 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 blah. No, that's that's just, that's fantasy. That's fiction. And that's not to say that there isn't a perfect match for you, but there is work and it's hard and it's great and it's easy. Did your parents fight? Did your parents fight? Um, You know, I had a very interesting like, uh, thing because my parent my mom was married to three different men wow. uh throughout my time in the homestead uh and still after the homestead too but like i i watch her go through my dad uh a guy in the middle and then the husband that she ended with who uh, just passed away a couple of years ago but homestead. the um oh yeah uh so but it was interesting because no they didn't really that wasn't like on the table so i came into relationships with this idea that you shouldn't fight. And I will say, and, and very openly, mm. I mean, I wonder if June would talk about this, but would June and I fight, but it's good because it's not wrecking the core of our relationship. It's, it is, I, I, I don't know. I think I, I really believe in being able to fight well and, and then it makes you stronger and it also allows you to, I don't know, like you don't build up stuff. It's almost like you sometimes you have to like clean the filter a little bit. You know, I got you. Well, listen, my parents, if that's the case, they clean the filter five to seven times a day. And it's wow. really my I mean, it is it's like truly um, borderline Stockholm syndrome with uh, my mother is like the yeller and my father. He'll yell, too. But it's like he's the brunt, if right. that makes any sense. Yeah, and, I understand um, that. Yeah. You know, so are you are a you a fighter? Where, uh, I'm not. I think okay. I tend to, uh, I will bring things up though that, that bother me. I'm not someone, you know what I mean? I don't, I right. bottle some stuff, but I'm not like, um, I'll fight with a stranger, but with a friend or a lover, I don't like to. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, and again, it's like, it's, it's, it's tricky tough. because it's like, it's not like that. I wouldn't, def- I wouldn't define my relationship with June as like being, uh, you know, confrontational or aggressive or whatever right. like that. It's a, but I think you know, there's a frustration that just breeds in being with somebody. It's a roommate. And and on top of it being a roommate, um, 
it's also a person that you're co- like in my case co-parenting with and i would right. say that our fights definitely got more frequent with kids because <gasps> well first of all you are at lack of sleep and yeah. you are uh and you're just struggling to get everything done but you also have to agree on so many things and yes our love and our our relationship and our connection is always there at the center of it but that's it's impossible to say. Well, I would never have a problem with a roommate. You're gonna have a problem with a roommate. You like they like you live with anybody for 15 years. There's gonna be things that they do that, that you like and that you don't like. And I'm I'm not. Uh, you know, neither both of us are at fault mm-hmm. at different times. You know, yeah. You and your wife. I'm just gonna say this. Having yeah. again, I've known you at least 10 years, Paul, longer because I started yeah. at Best Week Ever in 2006. Oh yeah, so a long and time. a really long time. Even though we're not like super close, but you know, just always adored you. As you know, you yeah, guys have not aged. Literally an iota. I see you in June. June is yeah. like supermodel gorge. You look the same today as you did in 2006. I'll take it. Uh, What's but happening in the in the Sheer household? Like, what are the you know? Well, I'm a bald man. I'm a bald man. So I mm. feel like bald men may not present that great in their mid twenties. But funny. you stick around with it. And it's going to help you out. I've always said that bald men don't age that much because we do our aging early. So, like, Mm. if you look at J.K. Simmons, like, J.K. Simmons looks the same age forever. Like, you know. (laughs) Larry um, David. Larry Larry David David was an old young man. Yeah. Yeah. So, you like, so there is a, there is a, uh, you know, a kick to the pants that you take in the beginning. But I think that you don't age as aggressively you can't get gray hair uh you know you uh, you uh yeah. you know there's there's a certain element to it so I, I think that men can grow into their baldness my wife um you know i think we all my wife uh, looked beautiful in the day that i met her and she looks beautiful the day today are you but, like vegan what is is there dairy in the house um there is dairy in the house we are like june when i met her was a vegetarian and i'm how like a pescatarian how but, good know, am but, i though way, but wait what how good am i I knew uh, it. I was like, these yeah. people don't eat meat. I can tell. Go on. I can Wait, tell. Do you think that meat You're would glowing. age you? I'm not kidding you. Why would I even say something like that? I'm looking at her and I'm going, this woman literally looks so glowing. She's so fresh faced. I'm like, either she's not eating cheese or there's something is out of the diet. And I got it. Yeah, that's it. We will. But look, we will take uh, we'll take a hit and we'll do like uh, we will we'll enjoy a chicken sandwich. We like a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, well, look, we're, we are not extreme in anything. I mean, June, yeah. you know, uh, I would occasionally have a steak. June will never do that. But, um, you know, if the mood hits or more importantly, if I'm in a place that looks like they have something amazing, I'm going to do it. Barbecue is my weakness and that level. See, so, I can't do a barbecue. Yes. Isn't that funny? That's how I really? know. It's it's every now and again, I'm like, do I have a binge eating disorder? I actually, I ask myself in, you know, yeah. in my head and I know that I don't because I can't eat barbecue because barbecue makes me feel so full. Like okay. the feeling of right. fullness so, after barbecue, it's not a good, I don't feel good full after it. I always feel sick. I'm, I'm always okay, like looking for not, water. Yeah. Like it's me with like a pastrami sandwich at Katz's Delicatessen where I look like shrunken Beetlejuice head afterwards. Uh, I'm just like, I need a glass uh, of salt. Like I can't I breathe. I love it. So much salt in that. I can't do it. It's not for me. But I'm going to also say to you, just so out of fairness, because you gave me a lovely compliment, and I'm not saying this just to say it, you also look like you have been through the de-aging machine. I mean, and that's it. Like, maybe there are people in this world uh, that get better with age, like a fine wine. And I I, I agree. I'm always of that mindset that 
you don't want to max out in high school. You don't want to like, this is where you should be like this when you're the most confident, when you're the most secure, it should be when you look the best. No, I thank you for saying that. Um, I have been uh, exercising more than ever in my life, eating a little healthier, not like insanely so, but definitely more conscious. Um, yeah, I actually like lost weight in London because I was See? walking so much and then the walking. food sucks, but the food sucks. So it's like I wasn't, you know, there's no Taco Bell there. Like I wasn't right, getting fast right. food, which I would do here. So it was healthier in that way. But thank you for saying that. My, I have genetically young genes. My mother looked very young. Someone told me something in the same uh, thought as your baldness comment. Mm-hmm. When I was young, and I always looked old. You know, my joke is that I looked like, a, you know, mini Janet Reno in high school. I was like tiny. I mean, I was so like broad shouldered. Uh, right, right. And uh, someone said, you know what, though? You look older now, but when you grow up, you're going to stay looking young longer. And that is true. That really happened. Take so it. yeah, that's it. I'm happy that, about it. I'm not, I have no that. complaints about, I have learned to love my flaws. It, you know, again, this is another thing that happened COVID style, like just kind of leaning into it. It is what it is. Not going to get any better. Let's do it. You know? Well, but here's the thing too. I think that there's a confidence. And then when you understand how to, how to like wear do dress work to whatever you like, like there are certain things that you learn in life and there are certain things that people don't tell you. Like for me, I was talking about this, uh, on another podcast called uh, bald talk where they only talk about to bald people. They have Uh, to put me on bald talk. You know, I love a bald. Did you know that? about uh, me? I did not know that. Well, you gotta get on bald talk. Bald talk is great. I want to have a show called CBS's The Good Bald about men who are good bald, like Tookies. Uh, you know, there's the like best, uh, the best. Corey Stoll. You get it. Corey Stoll. Yes, like 100%. Uh, so like bald. this, this, but people don't always tell you how to work your stuff. And I, I'm drawing it back to the bald thing one more time, hmm. only because like if I knew like to stop getting my hair cut and start going to a barber, like no one, no one like, reached out and said like, there are certain things that you learn as you get older. Like, Oh, why didn't I do this now? Or why? Yeah. And you know, and um, I try to stay away from a self-help book. I'm not, uh, because I've done, why is that? I've read, I've read so many, mm. I've read so many that I feel like I got it. Uh, like on some level, help? here's what I'll say. Yeah. As as someone who has been off a self-help book, I just read one and it <gasps> blew my mind and I'm advocating and I'm telling everyone about it. It's called 4,000. It's called 4,000 Weeks. Michelle, read it. Get back to me. Wait. You'll read it in a weekend. It's amazing. 4,000 really? Weeks. I'm going to listen to it because I don't reading. You can. Reading. On, amazing. On, on Audible, you will love it. It's a uh, an Englishman who lives in New York. Oh. Uh, it's a okay, brilliant. Okay, everything I love. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a brilliant it's a brilliant book. It changed everything that I need to know. And I think what wow. it did was it underlined a couple things I've been wrestling with. But more importantly, the whole idea that I like a self help book, but I don't want to start to like. I guess I find self help to be like the way that other people find diets, which mm-hmm. is like it's a temporary fix, but is it going to be a lifestyle fix? And is it going to be like one of those things where you actually Mm. carry this through forever. And there are very few things that I've read in a self-help book. Look, look, I understand my love languages. I understand. What are they? uh, uh, My love language is, um, I like gift giving as a, as that's like my love language is gift giving. And then I would also say that, um, touch is a gift. uh, That's something that I like. I need Mm. that. I think. And I also like, I think maybe I like gift giving too, but I think those are like, I mean, it, it's hard because it's not like, it's not from everybody. Eh, 
my like you know it's it's different like what I, I'm trying to think now like I'm now I'm getting caught up in it but now I'm like you know <laughs> I know but I've never I def- seen yeah. it like this Paul like yeah, really yeah, just, I'm trying to think I'm of like watching what my the gears turn but you know what's funny about me I love gift giving not a big gift receiver isn't that funny see I see that's I think funny what, yeah I think that giving gifts is really nice but I I, I guess truthfully with the people that I really like I like quality time yeah I like gifts but, but i'm like i'm not expecting a gift i get i think that's what i'm that that's why i'm wrestling i got with you it. you like to you give know, a gift that's all right i like to give a gift what i think i get really upset with this is another one of my achilles heels is uh i don't like when i get a gift that feels so not me that it makes me mm. rethink the relationship i'm like this is what you think i am oh wow on some level and and so that but I think I spiral too much out of it because I think I'm reading too much into it. Like, I'm like, huh. So then I go deeper to it. Wait, so I do, yeah. I, I have to ask this too. So what, what's your sign, astrologically speaking? I'm an Aquarius. Interesting. Okay. Because you have okay, water you... sign tendencies. I'm a Cancer and I was thinking such okay. a Cancerian, just sensitive and also intuitive. Like, what does this mean? Yeah. I have okay. gotten gifts that have like straight up offended me like yeah. just like this is I mean I can't I I just can't give certain things away right here but yes, I've just gotten things where I'm like what like okay thanks I guess you I would have almost rather not yeah. gotten anything than this well that that yes and, and this is the difference yes. you could get me something that costs a dollar yes and and if it was something that was right it would be the best thing. I'm not looking at like, I'm not a, a price tag oh, person. I'm not saying price that, tags, but yeah, absolutely not. No. No, 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 no. But I think that like sometimes when you say it, like people may be like, oh, okay, no, no, no. I'm not that. I am, what I am is just, do you know, do you know me? me? Like, do yeah, yeah, do you know me? And, um, and that to me is, I think I, I, I will spiral about it. I think I will because it's like, oh, no. yeah, like, I mean, not like spiral, but it is like, is, and this goes back to what we were saying in the beginning which is like, who am I? And may, maybe I'm not being the person that I really Lame am in front back. of this person. Amazing yeah, there, <laughs> call back. No, I, uh, no I, I agree with what you're saying. For me, though, recognizing that has been really interesting. When I'm like, okay. oh, it actually like shuts me down and that's healthy for me to know. Um, wait, 4,000 weeks I'm going to read. Yes, I, I think you're going to like fear, it. By the way, I, just so you know, I am an yeah. Aquarius with Sag rising. So I don't know if that helps you understand anything more or less. I don't know if it helps. Okay. Paul, I'll be honest with you. You're happily married. You have beautiful kids. How are the kids? Everyone's good. We're good. Kids God are bless. back in school, which is amazing. Oh, good. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, good. I've gotten a. I got a. I got a breakfast and lunch routine. I'm. I'm up at six a.m. every morning. Wow. I'm making breakfast. I'm making lunches, and uh, and I'm feeling good. I feel like I have like a, like this morning I, I sat down and had a cup of my tea, mm-hmm. uh, which I has been a new thing that somebody has been telling me to get into. Say. Tea. Do you drink coffee? I I. Uh-huh. Like an iced coffee. That's my thing. But um, this, have you heard about this pure Ratha tea or pure, like, uh, pure, oh, man, no. I'm going to mess up the name. All right. Is it like Rafael so, Nadal's tea? I'll have it. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, right. Oh my gosh. I got to like, I got to figure out what this is called. But like, so basically, uh, someone was telling me, you have this tea. It's better than coffee in the morning. You put these two scoops of this like mushroom extract oh, in it mushroom extract uh-huh. and i didn't know and and this is a a a cameraman that i worked with and it is i i find it to be a, a great way to kind of really? start my day it's yeah. giving you a little pep 
It is. It is. Does yeah, it have, I really like it. Uh, does it have intestinal um, benefits? I believe. I believe it does. There's you know a lot of benefits. Yes. Oh, yeah. No. There's a yes. There's a lot of benefits here. So basically, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, okay. it, I love, like, so, Paul is yeah. like you're. You're basically. I love you today because you're telling us self help books. You're looking up teas to sell people. Yeah. It's like this is like a mellow, lovely mellow Paul Shear. That I just. Direct. I thought we were going to talk about bad movies. This is what I thought we were. I'll do talk it all. Today. I'll do it all. I thought I'll, we were going to talk there. reality TV. I figured, oh, Polly, best week ever is Paul Shear from the yeah. the height of best week ever when it was at its finest. You know, there yeah, was like when a we peak were, to that show. Yes. Can I bring we up were, a question while you look the tea up? Yeah, no, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm here. Yeah, go for it. I feel like in this day and age, Paul Shear, genius comedian, improviser, etc. Why am I feeling like I'm missing something comedically from the world? Now, is it that you know what I mean? Like we used, like Best Week Ever was a. Uh, when I got hired to work there, I was so excited yeah. because that was like a weekly must-see show. Yeah. They recapped everything. You know, in England, they have Gogglebox, which I love. It's it's the very best week ever Ask. It's very, very funny. Yeah. But we're missing those kind of shows here. Are we just, is this too much content? So much content that now it's, I don't know how to put it. Like, I feel like I'm waiting for their, even talk show wise, I'm feeling very blase. What's that about? Yeah, well. I, I can kind of jump in on this one because I right. do believe that there is so many options, so many things can be out there that you would never even know. And one of the cool things about Best Week Ever ultimately was I always felt that Best Week Ever was great because it was a hangover show. You It would come on late at Friday night. So that means that the high school kids who couldn't go out, they're watching it. They're enjoying it. Then Saturday morning when you're a little bit hungover because you went out on Friday night, you're watching it then. It was on like five times over the weekend. And the best part about it was if you... Talk Soup was one voice, one person. Mm -hmm. And if you like that person and that voice, God bless and great. Um, but Best Week Ever gave you <laughs> like eight different, yeah, eight to 10 different uh, voices. And so you could be like, oh, I like that person. I like that. Like, so it was almost like you're sitting in a coffee clutch of a bunch of different people. Um, and I feel like those shows, I tried to do a show like that with uh, Patty Harrison and Joel uh, Kim Booster, which oh, Comedy oh, Central, we shot them. I they, watched it. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, they were not thanks, but yeah. That, and, and so I always thought that that was the way to go. I was like, let's have them comment on social media. We'll bring in fun people like Esther Pavitsky. We'll do this mm -hmm. kind of a cool thing. And what this feedback we got from Comedy Central was, it's just too young for our audience. Our audience <gasps> is like not like we need like older people. And you could tell by the people that they have been giving shows to where they're going. And right. And and um. And I think there's a lot of content now. And I guess what I'm doing is not being afraid to explore these other venues where people are watching stuff. But I, I agree with you. I think the talk shows feel stale. Beyond. You, you know, it's it. there's nothing that feels like it's taking a risk because I think that's right. anything that's different doesn't have a chance to succeed unless it comes out of the gate hot. And that's why you have these TV shows that are loaded with giant Academy Award winning movie stars when the truth is, the reason why Girls Trip or Bridesmaids or Hangover, mm. uh, Super Bad, all these movies became these giant hits is because we didn't know these people. We wanted to find these people. We like Best Week Ever wasn't uh, people that you knew. They were like working comedians. And and I think that everyone's so afraid to pull the trigger on something without yes. it being like it's from this and it's this and it's that and it's this. And there's too many things for people to cover and no one's watching it and there's no one's talking about it, and there's no water cooler. And you can basically you could have watched all of Stranger Things in the first weekend and I could be watching a murder documentary over here. And it's 
it's just we're throwing things at each other, but there's no more conversation. There's no more mm. communal nature to it. And I feel like, I don't know, it bums me out, but I, I think in this, in this time, right. what I've kind of embraced is, okay, it's splintered, but how do I just try to do different things in different mediums and explore there and not feel the pressure of anything else? And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like for me, Black Monday is a show I truly, truly loved. It's Don Cheadle. It's Regina Hall, it's Andrew Ames, myself, Casey yeah. Wilson. It's on Showtime. It's a comedy show on Showtime. That is, regardless of how good the episodes were, and I can say that they were great because I didn't write them, but I was got, I got to be in them, and how well they were directed. If people don't have Showtime, they ain't going to watch that show. But if that show is going to be on Netflix, there's a higher chance of it. It's, a, it's like, there, like there's a reason why Shit's Creek all of a sudden became this critical darling is because people just found it on Netflix. And I feel like what we have been trying to do, and this is the end of my big long answer, is we keep on putting walls up around our content. And the truth is we need to let the walls down and let anyone find anything at any time. You have a great new show coming out. Let me find it. Don't make me sign up to uh, Peacock. Don't make me have to sign up to this other thing. Don't make me pay a fucking Patreon. Like it's not just Spotify exclusive. Like I need to be able to get the thing because what happens is I hear about it. Then I go, I don't have it. Should I get, oh, like I literally was driving by a bus today. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I want to see the new Mike Myers movie, the new Halloween movie. I'm like, but I got to get Peacock then. I don't know. Is it worth getting Peacock? Well, I want to see Girls Forever. Like, I was like, but like, and then it every stops month, me from, I'm yeah. paying roughly, I'm not exaggerating when I say at least $350 for, yeah. for cable and for my streaming services, which is, yeah unheard of it's insane but it's like what you have where to i have to it's costing it, me yeah. so much money and i'll take a show on literally any single one including tubi which has yeah. a show called oh, fat teens can't hunt have you ever heard of that show here? nope and i'm into well, it well that's a mistake teen. fat uh, teens can't hunt it's a show where it's an old british reality show where they took morbidly obese teenagers to the jungle in like belize wow and they put them with these shamans who eat leaves and they were like, okay, you're, this is your new life. And they like forced them to hunt their food and like live in the wow. jungle. It's like survivor, but really like I the fun part it. of survivor is like watching everyone melt down. Like, I mean, I love, I don't know if you watch uh, survivor. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I, I like the survivor, but I know that people are really into it. And I, I, um, I get it. I get it all. I'm it not, is, I'm not anti it, but I it's just a have phenomenal show. I think you'd love it, but this is basically, um, the best part of survivor, which is watching people starve and get really angry. It's, yeah. you know, it's very old, but yeah, I'll take a TV, I'm, TV I'm show. Yeah. The other problem though, uh, listening to you talk about it and I'm just gonna, I'll put it out there. Please. For example, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to do red carpet, right? Even though yeah. I, for best week ever, when I worked there, did a lot of red carpets and my style was very, uh, you know, different, let's call it, because I was funny and I really wanted to connect yeah. with the people and everything else. Uh, it, I don't even know if that's a dream of mine anymore because I don't think any, I know E certainly wouldn't be brave enough to put me on. Not that I would do anything to offend people, but I just wouldn't be the sort of cookie cutter interviewer, you know, where it would be like, so right. are you excited about your project? It's like my radio show's not like that. Hopefully this show's not like that. And no one is willing to take a risk anymore. Um, not for fear even of cancellation, because I would never, it's not who I am. I would never say anything like that. It's just the different voice of it, I think, frightens them. Here's what I'll say. Go for it. And I can speak to this very cleanly. No one knows what works. And, and once it does work, everyone doubles down on it, forgetting the fact that the thing that was different, like, for example, 
Hmm. Okay, I'm going to talk about it without naming names. Okay, I'm excited. There is a show. All right, yeah. there is there is a show <laughs> that is a was a huge cultural phenomenon. Okay, and I was talking to one of the executives at this network, and I was like, "Oh, I heard about this show. How's it going?" And this is before the show came out. And they're like, "It is going to be. I don't know what it is. It's <gasps> terrible. It's not going to work. We're burying it. <gasps> it comes out. Oh my buried. god." It rises up from the ashes. It is a giant cultural phenomenon. And now I literally had a meeting with them a little while ago. And they're like, we're looking for more shows like this. Yeah. And you go like, wait a second. Like you, no one knows. And then once they know, they want to copy. So like people are afraid. For me, by the way, the greatest crime, in my opinion, Mm. is that you are not, that you do not have I, I love that you are on uh, oh, I know Radio Andy. You can say I, it, yeah. I, but I just think that you are like you are destined for a Michelle Collins blank. Whatever it is, That's I so want to nice. see. Thank I want to see you because whenever you are doing one of those things, and, you know, uh, and obviously this podcast has been phenomenal. But I'm just saying, like, I, I think that America needs more of you and and, and needs more of you're like from T to B, from top to bottom. Like, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying a slice of you. I'm saying like, Thank we got to put the thing here, but but it's harder and harder to convince people I of know. it because they need someone else to tell them. And that's why it's so much easier to say, and no offense to Jen Aniston, who I think is amazingly talented. Or well, I'm excited for feeling. this. Go on. But it's like, but it's easier to say, let's put these two people in front. Let's put this person mm-hmm. who's done it before. Let's do this again. Let's give this person the same show, but put it on this thing. But it's like, you don't realize that person wasn't anything before that thing. We got, we got to fall in love with people. I we're know. not letting people fall in love with people anymore because we're forcing what, just do what you do, do what you do. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's we a bummer. We need a, a production company. I, you know, I have two dreams now in life to create a chic line of clothing for tall women mm-hmm. and to now run a production company with Paul Shear. Uh, I'm where in, we I'm give in. people those chances they need. And of course it starts with me, Paul. Yeah, uh, get I'm, in there. <laughs> it's just all about me no I first of all I have to tell you something now that I'm back in New York I want to do your show because you've reached yes, out so many yes. times and the time difference was like killing me of course Plus, yeah, yeah please now you know that I was like literally out every weekend so now you know I the love truth. it I, yeah. but now I have nothing happening so I'd love to do your show so I will definitely have you on yes it's a um, very I'll relaxed email show your uh, uh yeah I, I will girl. do it all well I'll, yeah we'll get it all right but of these podcasts, so how did this get made? Excuse me, how did this get made? Which uh, I just every week the poster has me in a coffin, yes. coins on my eyes, pushed out into a river. We have a great, a great guy on Instagram. His name is the Ghost of Craig T. Nelson, which is probably one of the best <laughs> Instagram handles. Uh, the Ghost of Craig T. Nelson designs these amazing little posters for us, and that that show has been going on for a good time. And you know what? To my point, and to the point that we've been yeah. talking about, um, I started doing that show when no one knew what podcasts were. And I'm not saying I was the first one in the game, but I am saying that when I would ask people on the show, I'd have to go through about a four minute explanation about what a podcast is, how you get a podcast, what, like it just was, you know, I think we're almost in 11 years of doing the show. So we've done it for a very long time. Um, And I think that that to me seems like the future in the sense that what are these new things? Like, don't be afraid to find these things because now I think the dumb thing is, uh, you know, all of a sudden you're like, oh, um, I'm trying to think of like, you know, it's like, oh, uh, you know, Brad Pitt's going to have a podcast now. It's like, well, well, Brad Pitt doesn't need to get in the podcast game. Look, (laughs) all I'm going to say is this, and I I will say this to anyone out there that is trying to do their own thing. Hmm. There's no end in sight 
if you're on this path, it's going, it's small victories. It's, it's, you know, everyone is looking for the next thing. You never know when the thing is going to hit and going back to the whole thing about black Monday. Yeah. No matter what, like, I'm really proud of that show, but if people can't see it, it's not going to cross that's over. Right. And then right. that's it. And, and that's where we live. We, unfortunately we live in this thing. It doesn't, the quality doesn't matter anymore. And, um, and so I guess there's a part of me that has given over to, let me have fun, do the things that I want to do with the people that I want to do them with. And if you, and if you show up, it will be a blast and we'll have a good time. And it's nothing. It's like, let's put it out. Like, this is, like I think the problem is mm. waiting for a swing instead of just, let's take swings. Who yeah. cares? We're not out of the game. Just take swings. Because if you sit on the sidelines for that long, everything's going to be passing you by. And I'd rather jump in. I'd rather do dumb TikToks and uh, and feel like I understand what's going on on Twitch and do these opportunities and, and, and wow. do podcasting and do everything else that I want to do that is like more legitimized or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to take myself out of the game. And I think that you and me and a bunch of people out there are all able to create our own opportunities. And that's what we should be doing. Fact. And that's what we, yeah. That, that's this that. is, I'm that's telling you, 4,000 weeks, people. I don't need it. Because I have Paul Shear. Uh, <laughs> I do. I don't need it. I have I have him here for an hour. It's enough. Um, listen, how did this get made? Unfold. Yes. Star yes. Trek colon Lower Decks. That is, yeah. Uh, a new uh, show on Paramount Plus. If you don't have Paramount Plus, oh, forget it. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it, guys. Forget it. I have it. I had to watch the Tonys last night. Um, if I look older, it's because I am now. And then Friend Zone with um, Rob Hubel, Rob Hubel. Adore. That's a Twitch channel, and you can watch the recaps of that on YouTube, on my YouTube page. But that's all it is. It's fun, dumb, whatever. And yeah. Michelle, pleasure Black to be Monday. here with you. No, Black listen, Monday. Paul, I, yeah. I adore you. This has been a, a dream. I literally thought, who do I want on? Paul, that's it. Like, it had to happen. Michelle, it's been so fun talking with you. I, oh, I This hour Paul. flew by. Uh, really did. Thank you for having me. And I'll have you on and we will continue our chat and I will continue to be uh, your biggest fan. Oh, Paul, uh, listen, this was a dream. And please send my love to your whole family. Uh, also, just congratulations, I have to say, on the record. Paul Shear has the best podcast setup, the most beautiful lighting. Every time you post pictures in your studio, I'm like, okay, wait, like Ansel Adams is <laughs> like photography. We got studio. it. We got, we got some Dunning. stuff. We got some stuff going on. F- follow um, Paul online, by the way, if you don't already. I, I'm I very easy Instagram. to follow. Just my name. Uh, so Paul thank Sharon. you so much. Love you, Paul. Talk soon. Bye. Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production, executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores, and our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at midnightsnack at earwolf.com. For more of me, tune into The Michelle Collins Show live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Hey. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.